Well, 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 here we are. The second podcast of the week. Happy Thursday, Thursday, everybody. Coach Adam Blake told us, he goes, give me some more. Give me some more. Well, Coach Blake and another listener messaged me on Instagram this week saying, hey, you put out more than one episode a week. I'm down for it. I'll support you. I'll listen. Well, gentlemen, your wish has been granted. Here you go. Episode two of the week. Hit it. Sippin' Squad! Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve Podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay, Rolski Roll, and I'm back with another episode. We got Corey with the K and DG. What up, DG? What up, what up? Back we, at it, back at it. How we doing? How we doing? I'm feeling good. You? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling all right, you know. We uh, recorded the... Kobe special earlier today. Got in my feels a little bit. I just want to say thank you to DG and Corey with the K for sitting down with me, letting me get off that get get it off my chest. So little background here. We've I think I mentioned it. We've we've talked about doing this and we finally did it and I feel great now. It's off my chest. Everybody knows how I feel about so the whole was, situation. You feel like it was therapeutic for yeah, you. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Good, yeah. I mean, this was the right time to do it, I feel. Um, and for for our listeners that might not be even that big of Kobe fans or might not even be basketball fans, I mean, I, I feel like there's a part of all of us that can appreciate his greatness and who he was as a basketball player, but just his mentality. And we can kind of apply that to our own lives in you know, whatever way that might be. Yep. Yeah, you're exactly right. So, listeners, you might have heard here at the top of the show, we've got a nickname for y'all. It has been it has been voted on. You guys have spoken. We are now going to refer you as the Sippin' Squad. The people have spoken, and the Sippin' Serve podcast has listened. Sippin' Squad, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Britton, for the great question. Um, I hope you guys enjoy your new nickname. It's going to be fun. We're going to get right into it here. I think uh, we got a topic here, and DG DG provided this one here for us this week. What we got? So I just thought, let me let me just explain to you how this all came about. You know, I was on my way over to the Sip and Serve Studios uh, a couple weeks ago to record, and I'm at a stop sign on a county road, and you can't go straight through this stop sign. You either have to turn right or you have to turn left. So I want to turn left. So I'm sitting at this stop sign. I got my left turn signal on and a car is coming down the road from my left. And so I'm waiting, waiting, waiting because I'm waiting on this car to go by. Well, I'm, you know, I'm waiting. It's slowing down. It's slowing down. It's slowing down. Doesn't have a turn signal on slowing down. And then it makes a right turn onto the road that I was already stopped at. No turn signal. So I sat there for probably 10 to 12 seconds waiting on this dude to go, to pass so I can turn left out onto this road because he didn't have his turn signal. And I was just like, that burns me up, man. Just put a, put, put, put a turn signal on. Put your, If you're going to turn right, put your right-hand turn signal on. 
let me know. That way I can pull out and make my left-hand turn. I was just like, you know what? That burns me up. Hey, let's make a podcast about it. All the things that tick us off, that irritate us, that get us fired up, pet peeves. We're just going to have a conversation about it. And I'm going to start right here, right now. You know what really pisses me off? When people who can't cook a frozen pizza the right way. (laughs) This sounds personal. Well, let me explain. You know, one of my buddies... And it's just not him. There's all there's people. It might even be you two. You guys might piss me off because you guys do it. Maybe. But when you cook a frozen pizza, do you just leave it on the middle rack and put it in, you know, for the right time and just go away until the timer goes off? To be honest with you, when I make a frozen pizza, I don't even pay attention to where the racks are. I just throw it on the whatever the bottom rack is. Okay, so you're going to piss me off. Okay. Well. <laughs> so here's here's what I'm saying. Let me know about it. Like yeah, you just put it on the bottom rack. Okay. Well. Your bottom's going to get done before the top, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, and you you're going you're just going to eat it. You're just not going to fix it. Yeah, see that that right there just ticks me off. <laughs> so this is what I do: I put it on the bottom, and I let the bottom and the crust get where I want it to be. But the top's not done, so I'll take it out and I'll put it on the top rack. So the bottom's done. Now it's time to bake the top. That's how you cook a frozen pizza. So you're saying. The, the crust, the dough, yep. it's cooked, but your topping's on top, the cheese and stuff. Yeah, it's it's not all the way cooked. Okay, so it's still cold. It, well, I wouldn't say it's cold, but it's just not... But it's not cooked It's through. not cooked the way I would want it. Okay. So, watch it cook on the bottom. You got to watch it, though, this way. You just can't walk away from it, because then your crust is messed up. It's, yeah. it's burnt. It's not good. It's too hard. Watch it cook. Make sure. Touch it. Make sure it's cooked. It's brown. It's nice. Get it out. Put it on the top rack. Then you got a whole, you got a pizza that's cooked thoroughly. Good on the bottom, good on the top. If you put it on the middle rack, yeah, it, it, it might cook evenly, but it's so much better if you cook them both to perfection, the top and the bottom. So people out there, you put it on the middle rack, just try my way one time. I guarantee it'll be the best frozen pizza out there. So next time you come to my house and you want frozen pizza, I'm just going to hand you the box. And- yeah, I would <laughs> hey, rather I would rather do it my way. There's honestly. the oven. You do your thing because I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. So my my buddy Clint, he he likes to cook a DiGiorno pizza just like I do, but he puts it on the middle rack. So I went over there. He cooked us one one time. I know it was, it was months ago, and yeah, it was it was still good, but it's not cooked the way I like it. So I told him. The next time, and we did this, I said, let me cook it, and let me let me, uh, let me show you what I mean. And I cooked it on the bottom, moved it to the top, perfectly cooked frozen pizza. He loved it. Yeah. <laughs> he loved it. So, people, just listen to me. Quit messing up your frozen pizzas. Okay. What about, so, when it comes to frozen pizza, is it DiGiorno and DiGiorno only? If I spend money on a frozen pizza, yes, it's going to be a DiGiorno, but I also like the I think they're like a dollar twenty or something. The little square Tostinos, the cheap pizzas. Yeah, that I mean that's just like a snack. I'm not gonna eat that for dinner. So if I if I want like a, it's more of a snack. Yeah, snack pizza. Yep. So if I want uh like a something for supper, my main meal, it's definitely gonna be a DiGiorno. Got you, got you. So did that come, you know, knowing now that DiGiorno's is your go-to for a a meal pizza? Did that come from like years of trial and error? 
What do you mean? Cooking wise or tasting wise? Well, just trying different brands. Yeah. And through the pandemic, me and my wife, whenever we went to the Kroger's on the, each week, we would buy a different pizza. Okay. Because we were watching the Barstool guy do all the frozen pizza reviews and we're like, well, we only eat DiGiorno. Let's try different stuff. Well, long story short, there wasn't nothing out there better than DiGiorno. So here I am. Okay. Uh, you ever do any grocery shopping at Aldi's? Never. No? Mm-mm. Because they got some interesting frozen pizzas in there you might want to check out sometime. All right. I mean, they're, 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 I don't, I haven't seen these brands in any other grocery store besides Aldi. So, yeah. you most, know, most Aldi brands are actually Aldi owns them. So, like, they okay, just, okay, so they, they're, it's Aldi they're all, brand. It's like an exclusive to them. So, they only, they, so they pretty much make money on selling it and the product that's being made. Yeah. So, maybe a little dark horse for maybe. you there to give, they're, give a go. Yeah. They're good. I've had a couple of those. Yeah, so Corey, we were talking, you know, before we went live here. You said you you have one here you want to tell. All right. Uh, so this one, like I said, I like we kind of threw some off there before just to make sure I was on the right page. So one of mine is people who like sports team that are not close to them. Yeah. So now, so now you now you're now you're calling me out for liking the Lakers. Well, yeah, technically. <laughs> Well, but uh, so so there's there's a clause to that. Like if you have a reason, like like if you have a decent reason behind that, like like yours is my dad got me into yeah. them when they were younger. I can get, I can get on board with that one, but just like people that like are say Cowboys fans in Ohio and has never been to Texas, okay, They're huge Cowboys yeah. fans. Like, I, can, I can I can get on with you. So maybe I think you already know this, but the listeners might not. So my f- second favorite. NBA basketball team is the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, and that's mine too. Because but I, mean, I love Indianapolis. Yeah. I go to Indianapolis. If it wasn't a pandemic, I would have been there twice this summer yeah. probably just to hang out because I love it. Yeah, but I'm the same way. But I mean, technically, Indianapolis to where we are, it's the closest team. I mean, yeah, Indiana, yeah, I mean, yeah. Cleveland's in Ohio, but Cleveland's three fifteen, three hours and fifteen minutes. Indianapolis is like three. Uh, I mean, you can can get get under in three. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, technically that's closest to us. So, I mean, it's technically out of state, but I mean, but that's just one thing that always made me mad. Uh, I give a pass to maybe Pittsburgh fans in Ohio because Pittsburgh's the same thing. Three hours. Pittsburgh sucks. But (laughs) I I agree. But that's the only team locally that and most of Pittsburgh fans are just like, well, they got six or seven rings. So they're my favorite team. Yeah. So it's fair weather. It's not like, yeah. yeah, people that just jump on a bandwagon, bandwagon fans piss me off. Them sons of bitches. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, once again, I'm not picking on LeBron because I like him. Okay. People might think I hate him, but I really don't. I really don't hate him. I respect his greatness. He's great. He's probably the second best NBA player of all time behind Michael Jordan. Okay. I get that. But the fans who follow him to Miami. They follow him to Cleveland, back to Cleveland. Then they go to the Lakers. That's what really, really pissed me off yeah. is when them when Where's your loyalty? Exactly. Well, here I am, a Lakers guy, and I've went through the, the good and the bad and the ugly. And then we're finally going to get good again because LeBron comes, and then I see all these people just coming with him. I'm just like, hold the hold the effing door real quick, okay? This is my team. Let me enjoy some winning from now on, okay? Yeah. Shit sake. Yeah, put put your put your Lakers jerseys that you just bought two weeks ago away and get out of here with your your tweets about 
how excited you are for the Lakers season because six months ago you were still a, a Cavs fan, right? Yeah, blow it out your ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what, I got I got a lot of respect for Cavs fans who remain loyal to the Cavs after LeBron left. <laughs> yeah, I do too. They're out there. And my brother's one of them. They're few and far between, yeah. but they're out there. And, hey, I respect it. Yep. Any sport, any sports fan, any anybody that follows the sport closely, pick it. If you don't have a team, pick a team and stick with them. No matter who comes and who goes, pick a team, build some loyalty. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Look at us, Reds fan. We've been <laughs> we've been patiently waiting. Yeah, patiently wait. It's not happening this year either. Probably not. Probably not even going to make the playoffs. But uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, how about? Kind of sticking with the sports, the sports theme. How about like sports fans on social media, mainly Facebook and Twitter, who like they always post about how bad the players suck and how how badly the coach needs fired right after a, a loss, like right after a loss. It's just like I'll get release all of them, fire the coach. It's just like have you know yard sale. But then the next day when they win, it's like hey. That was a great move by that manager. Mm-hmm. Great pinch hit, grand slam. This team is on the right track. You know, I hate that. Like, pick one or the other. And typically the people who are tweeting how bad the players suck are the ones that are sitting behind the screen about 75 pounds overweight with their hand in a bag of Cheetos. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of it. Get out of here with you. your sports critiques. <laughs> you can't You can't even walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes at a time. Get out of here with that. Oh, man. That, that, that is a good one, man. That, that one... That one, that one got me. So I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with another food pet peeve here. Everybody knows my feelings about macaroni and cheese. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna bring that up. They all know. You so, made that known. Mac and cheese is one. But how about this? I think I mentioned it in like maybe our second episode or third episode. I can't really remember. Pizza rolls don't belong in the microwave. I've heard you speak on yeah. this one before. Don't cook your pizza rolls in the microwave are you mm, i mean that just that just burns my ass it just burns my <laughs> ass they're they're i don't what, what's the right word they're yeah, they're, they're, they're soft mushy. they're mushy yeah. they're not cooked it don't even taste good they got so, no they got no crispiness yeah there. yeah just put them in the oven now you see you can cook a pizza roll in the middle rack okay <laughs> that's fine okay but just put them in the oven, people. Don't cook them in the microwave. You're just wasting your damn money. I mean, what would you say, though, to somebody that says, you know what? No. I like my pizza rolls in the microwave. You know who's one of them? My wife. <laughs> okay. She loves them in the microwave. Uh, but So what do you say to those people? Are they not entitled to their own opinion? They are. They are. They are. Just like I, you don't have to listen to me about cooking the pizza. This is my pet peeve. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. This That's is point. this is my pet peeve. You can cook your damn pizza however you want, but if you if you want to get the, the biggest bang for your buck, you better take my advice. Cook your pizza right. Cook your pizza rolls right. Moving on. Yeah, so, I got I got some dad on that. So I don't know. Do you have an air fryer? I do, and yes, I have had them in there. They, they are they are they are delicious. They're amazing in the air yep. fryer. They get crunchy just like they do in an oven, and it's a lot quicker. But I mean, the microwave, I can eat them, but I'm with you. They're way better. Also, also, another pizza roll tip. Do you know, like, I had one when I was little, but I think they've they've kind of went to the air fryers nowadays, so a lot of people really don't have these. Just like a deep fryer. When I was little, we had a deep fryer, and I would just throw, uh, we'd cook our french fries and stuff in there. Hmm. Deep fry your pizza rolls. 
little yeah. pizza roll 101 for you. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't have either. When you put them in the air fryer, do you have to thaw? Or can you throw them nah, in there? Frozen. Frozen. You just preheat it for like five minutes, and then you throw them in. And, and it, it usually only takes like Air fryer, minutes. man, you can cook anything. Do you yeah. have one, DG? I don't. My uncle does. He raves about They're that. They're awesome. Thing. Hey, anything. You know oh, the chicken yeah. frozen chicken tenders? Great. French fries. French fries. Great. Tater tots. Jalapeno. Hash browns. Frozen jalapeno poppers. They're awesome. We, anything uh, in them. They're we, awesome. Uh, we really like cooking raw meat in there. So my wife, she'll like uh, batter, batter some chicken, like a crusted chicken. Yeah. And then we'll toss them in there. The best. Oh, yeah. The oven sucks. Yeah, they're awesome. Air fryer is awesome. <laughs> the oven sucks, man. It's one of the best meals she makes is the, you know, the battered chicken in the air fryer. And okay. it's awesome. Okay. I'm going to have to get down with that then. Yeah. I've never tried it. Um, but keeping with the food theme, you guys ever mess with Pinterest? No, but. My wife pins stuff all the time. I was gonna yeah. say when I got my new, uh, I moved into a new house like a year and a half, almost two years now, and I added it just to see like different stuff, and I've used a little bit. So yeah. So I didn't have Pinterest at all. I didn't have Pinterest. I never even was interested in it until after I started dating uh, my now wife, and she said, "Hey, uh, you should check out Pinterest." And I was like, "Why? It's for girls. It's for females. see. That, that's what I think. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah." I was like, you know, no, it's, I thought it's all about like girls finding new outfits for themselves to wear and like how to make a house look nice. Yeah. Home decor. De yeah. Decorations and stuff like that. Well, she said, no, just try it out. You know, there's got stuff for guys on there. I don't know why, but I was bored one day. I downloaded it. I'm looking around and there's anything on there, man. Yeah. It's like it's almost like Google, but it's better because these are all like good ideas, ideas that people like already. So, you know, it's like woodworking projects and um you know, there's stuff about hunting on there and there's stuff mm -hmm. about like sports on there and there's there's good recipes on there and there's like, you know, how to reside your house, like anything you can think of. And it's it's a lot of stuff that like guys would be interested in. So anyway, I go on there. I get a lot of good uh, recipe ideas off of there. Um, but the thing about the recipes is you come across one you like, you want to try it out. You got to go to the website. So you you, you know you want to visit the website. So you, you click on it. It takes you there in your web browser. And most of these recipes, actually every single one that I've tried to look up, they're on these food blogs. It's just these women that just... Most of them are women, and they just sit and write about food all day long. It's like they don't even have real jobs. They just write about recipes and cooking food, and then they write pages and pages and pages about it, like where the recipe's from and what part of the world it's from and the different herbs and spices they use and, and how their grandma used to make this and this all of this shit that I don't care about. <laughs> I just tell me what the ingredients are and tell me how to make the damn thing. Yeah. So that's what burns me up about Pinterest is you, you want to make a recipe yeah. and you got to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll. And then all the way at the bottom, you finally get the ingredient list and the recipes. Put that at the top. Write all your other shit about it afterwards. Pinterest. <laughs> hook it up. Yep. I agree. Uh, so I have one. Uh, uh, putting the toilet paper on the correct way. Putting the toilet paper on the correct way. You're talking about like the roll, yeah, beside yeah. the toilet. Yeah, is putting mine on. on wrong in there? I don't know. I haven't. Looked. 
Huh? You don't even no, have. A, not even, you don't even have a role. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not even on. Yeah, that's, it's on. that's right. It's on the sink. I, I forgot. <laughs> well, that's a man cave. It's a guy bathroom. Yeah, I don't need. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, that's, I'm not that's the right. That's, if I gotta take a shit and wipe my yeah, ass, I can a, just reach over and grab the toilet paper and just wipe. I don't need a roller thing. Yeah, that's, that's a it's good my answer. bathroom. It's a guy's bathroom. It's a sip and serve podcast studio bathroom. We don't need no roller. We don't need no rolls. <laughs> Fair enough. But so like. The right way is having it on top, over coming over top and not under the bottom. Yeah, the so sheet. Hundred percent agree. The beard. sheet that you tear off is closest to you. Yes, beards are cool, mullets are not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never, beards I've never heard of it. That no, movie, I've, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen memes on it, but that beard, beards are cool, mullets are not. I like it. Good comes one. Over top. So, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but back to the food thing. <laughs> I, I swear this is the last one about food but it's it's really not about food it's just like say say um eating lunch in a public place i don't know just say you i don't know for example this never happened to me but just for example like say you're at work and you're in a cafeteria or something you're in the, the lobby where you where your microwave and stuff is so i'm in there and i sit down i warm my food up i sit down and someone walks up behind me and looks over my shoulder and goes, Mmm, that looks good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it does. Once you get the hell out of here so I can eat it. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I, that, that just it just ticks me off. Like, I don't need you looking over my shoulder, breathing on my neck, telling me that my food looks good. Yeah. Because I know it's good because I'm about to eat it. That's why I ordered it. So back the hell off. That's why you ordered it slash made it. Exactly. So back the hell off. You should just like, you should have like a standard thing you do when that happens from now on. It's like turn and bark at them or something. You (laughs) know what I mean? Scare them off. Just give them the old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Scare the shit out of them. So anyway, that's one. I just hate when people, or they tell me it looks good, or... You're sitting there, and say you got like three or four slices of pizza, and someone goes, can I have a slice? Can I try that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't get even to, ask. Yeah. No. Get to hell Just, just straight face or No. Yep. You can't. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Um, so, question for you guys. Rolski, have you ever seen Sandlot 2? Oh, shit, it's probably been a few years, but I think so. Did you watch the whole thing? Probably, but they're most of them. I know where you're going with this, so yes. Go well, ahead, Corey with a K. Have you seen Grease too? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I've seen either one of them. Um, Can I ask you a question, Rolski? Have you seen Home Alone Four? I know where this is going. Yes, and you know what? Come on, your answer. You're not helping my <laughs> my thing. I know, but I just want to say, I know it don't have the regular characters in it. But as a kid, as a kid growing up, now I did I didn't know a whole lot at that point in my my life. So I when that movie came out, Home Limb Four, I was probably hell, I don't know, 10, 11, probably. So I enjoyed it. Because at that time, now you gotta be able to know what the movie's about to understand me. I loved remote control cars. I was a big remote control car guy at that point in my life. I loved getting them for Christmas, birthdays. I'd always want a remote control car. So now you you're shaking your head. So I that's how that's why I like the movie because it's all based around a remote control car. Okay, fair enough. But, but I know where you're going. Now let me ask you a question. Have you seen Dumb and Dumber Two? I've seen it. You talking Dumb and Dumber Two or Dumb and Dumber Er? 
Dumb and Dumber. -er. No, no, I haven't. And there's a reason why. Yeah, you have. No, I've seen Dumb and Dumber 2. I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber Er. I guess that's the third one. When Harry Met Lloyd. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, you have. No, I have. I mean, I, we weren't watching it's theaters. It's the same thing. No, Dumb and Dumber 2 is the original. It's, 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 um, I guess we, we Jeff Dumb Daniels and, and, uh, Jim Carrey were in Dumb and Dumber 2. T.O. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber were, were two random actors. I don't even know who they were playing oh, Harry yeah, and Lloyd. Right. Oh, okay. You're right. Well, anyway, Dumb and Dumber 2. I think that goes along with what you're going to say. That's it's, that's my feelings. I thought it was. Yeah, I knew I knew I knew you were going to hit me with that. Like, because I'm sitting over here. My whole thing is unnecessary movie sequels that just suck. I know. You and know? I thought that sucked. So yeah. I'm agreeing with you. I didn't like it. I said, go ahead. Like, I know they people have told me that Toy Story two was excellent. I, have there been more made? Yeah, yeah there's like four, four or five. Four. Yeah, yeah three well, and four I, I haven't now. seen any but the original. Yeah, like when I was growing up, I was a purist. Yeah, they're all good. Toy Story, great. You make more, screw you. <laughs> Lion King, awesome. Lion King two, get out. Um, Sandlot two. You're not going to give me the guy that played Benny the Jet. You're not going to give me the guy that played Squints. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Don't waste my money. Get out of here with that. Now I know people are going to come back at me and said, and they're going to say, also the fourth Rambo movie was a good one, you know, the seventh Rocky was a good one. In my opinion, yeah, they really were. So like, <laughs> yeah, it depends on what you like yeah. and what you don't like. But growing up, like those those like kids movies when they just make another one and another one and another one, like Lady in the Tramp Six, Lost in Paris, like what the <laughs> hell are we doing? You're just now you're just trying to make money. Yeah, it's not even about the quality of the story or the characters or the plot lines or anything anymore. Yeah, hundred percent agree. And here's another one for you, the one that really pissed me off because I loved them and I've said it on the podcast before. You got the American Pies, okay? Mm-hmm. You got American Pie 1, American Pie 2, then you got The Wedding, and then you got The Reunion. Those four, because they have all the same characters in them. Exactly. Are great. I love them all. But when you son of a bitch start making the band camps band and American camp. Pie this, American Pie that, get the hell out of here. I just have to get that off my chest. Yeah. Hey, fair enough. Yeah, all the... Se- I mean, I agree with, the, I agree with that pet peeve, but... And my always thought was there's never a sequel that's better than the first one, but I always challenge people with Mighty Ducks 2 was way better than the first one. That's when they had Team USA, they had the Bash Brothers, they had Julie the Cat, when they play for Team USA. That's my favorite one of theirs. I have to agree with you there. D2 was better, in my opinion, than the first one. And Back to the Future 2 was better than 1. Mm, I don't know if I can get down with that. I like that. I like two better than one. What about, um, shoot, I was just thinking of it. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, all right, so my next one is, uh, how about DG started it off with being on the road, and in the morning I'm always on the two-lane road going to work. And thing that makes me mad is people passing multiple people on a two-lane road. Like you're like usually, I usually get hover like speed limit maybe five above like pretty much everybody else in the world, and then like you're just kind of cruising, doing a little doing sixty and a fifty-five, and this person's way more important than everybody else and has to go like seventy seventy-five to pass two people to get on. Just 
and they still end up at the stop sign right in front of you when you get to the next stop sign. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that seems to happen a lot. Like when you get passed on a county road, yeah, and you're you end up going to the same town, and you still you get there at the, like the exact same yeah. time. Like they're right in front of you when you pull up to the first stoplight in the town yep. or wherever you're headed. You know, I'm with you because on a two lane road with oncoming traffic. Like, when you make a pass, especially multiple cars at the same time, you're putting everybody's oh, yeah. safety at risk. I so, agree. like, if you got an idiot trying that, I mean, it can, if, God forbid, something bad happens, you could really mess up a lot of cars. Yep. That's one of mine. I got something that really chaps my ass. <laughs> I want to hear it. How about people who ask for advice, and then they turn around and criticize your advice? Yeah. If you don't want my damn opinion, don't ask for it. Yeah. Defeats the purpose. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just an example. Say uh, say you're a basketball coach or something, and I'm the assistant coach. And he comes down. He comes down. He's all pissed off at somebody on the court. And he's like, get someone in there for him. Get someone in there for him. So I go down the bench, and I grab someone. I send him in, and he stops him and puts him back on the bench. <laughs> like, you know, like. Well, yeah. why'd you, why'd you ask for my opinion if you're not going to do it? Yeah. Or, like, what do you think we should do on defense? I said, I don't know, coach. I don't know. I, 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 say, we, I say we play a 2-3. Let's play, let's play a 2-3. These guys aren't good shooters. Let's, let's make them shoot. No, we never play a 2-3. No, we never play. We don't practice that. Yeah. Well, well damn it. I'm trying to give you some <laughs> advice here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's just – you can think of a hundred oh, different things. No, so yeah. That's like, a good one. Yeah, I mean, somebody says, so what are your thoughts on the, uh, I'm just curious, you know, what are your thoughts on the upcoming uh, presidential election? You know how polarizing that yeah, shit Yeah, oh get. yeah, and I, I give my opinion, I tell you why I don't like someone. I never, I never push my opinion on anybody, mainly because I don't really have an opinion. I don't, I don't try not to think about it. But anyway, if I did, and I gave my opinion to somebody, and then they would come back at me like, well, what do you think that for? Don't you know about this, this, and this? And haven't you read this? And I'm like, why'd you even ask? Yep. You don't care. All you want to do is argue. Or. I'm with you. I'm or. With you. I don't know. Just everyday life. Your wife ever ask you what you want for dinner? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I'd really like some spaghetti tonight. Nah, too many carbs. Too many carbs. Pick something else. Well, that's what I want. So why'd you ask? Yeah. Why didn't you just cook what you want to cook? <laughs> yep. Yep. I hear you. <laughs> So how about this? Uh, so Friday night, you know, my wife and I would go out, get something to eat, uh, nice sit-down dinner, and, you know, we have a couple of drinks. And then afterwards, we walk down the street to this little hole-in-the-wall bar. So And there's no hardly anybody in there, so we said, you know, this would be great. Um, kind of have the whole place to ourselves. The Reds game was on TV. So we go in there, and uh, we're sitting there, and, you know, 15, 20 minutes go by, some more people trickle in. So now there's probably, you know, a dozen or so people in the bar. This is a Friday night. Okay, my wife and I, are, we've been work weeks in the books. We're out. We're just wanting to have a good time. Kick back, relax, you know, listen to some listen to some good tunes. Get, get going a little bit, you know, turn it up a little bit. This, this girl sitting back behind us walks over to the jukebox, feeds in a $5 bill. The next seven songs, I felt like I was at a sixth grade dance, and they're just trying to get everybody to slow dance with each other. I mean, <laughs> it's, I want to know what love is by Foreigner, and then it's, 
you know, photograph, and then it's some in sync song, and like it's slow song after slow song after slow, and this is Friday night, and you're it's just Friday like, night, and you're just like bitch, way to kill the vibe, yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So one of my big ones is when people play music and it doesn't fit the mood at all. Yeah, I mean, Corey, Corey with a K, yeah. you know, man, I, I'm big about music. You know too, Rosie. Oh, I know you are. Because you, you're the same way. So, mm. That's a good one. All right. So this one, I'm going to preface this by, this by saying, this is my pet peeve, and it's my... So this one is people saying bless you after you sneeze. I am a multiple sneeze person, so I'm sitting over there like at work or something. I sneeze. I hear someone say bless you. I sneeze. Someone say bless you. Like, I can't, it's a, it's an involuntary thing. I'm sorry I did it. You don't have to say bless you, especially every, every freaking time. If you want to say it after the first one, but you don't have to say it three freaking times. Or they hold their bless you in abeyance until you complete the series. Yeah. And then just say once. Okay, but I, st- I still don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's not my fault. I sneeze. You don't have to say anything. So branching off, branching off my criticism, pet peeve, this is kind of the same thing, but kind of not. They're similar. People who tell you not to do something, and then they turn around and go do it. There is nothing more that pisses me off than that. Don't tell me, like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Like, that that's bad for you. You shouldn't do that. Then next week, you're off doing it. Yeah. That just pisses me off. I mean, can you, can you give the... Can you give the sipping squad some like specific examples? I mean, I I don't I don't I don't really have any specific examples. Let's just say yeah, make one up. Okay, let's just say I'm out. I'm out drinking, day drinking. We've talked about day drinking on the podcast. Let's say I'm out at a bar. Say I go to Roosters and I'm day drinking. I'm having a meal. Yeah, I might kick back three or four. It's my Saturday. I can do whatever the hell I want. Don't come at me on Sunday and say, man, you, you was out drinking awfully early. Awfully early on Saturday, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah, I was. Whew, I don't know how you do that. You shouldn't, yeah, I mean, why don't, why don't you just wait till later? Next weekend, I go into Roosters to do it again, the son of a bitch is sitting at the bar. <laughs> Maybe you inspired him. Yeah. I mean, just don't, don't tell me not to do something, then you turn around and go do it. Yeah. It's hard to trust somebody. When Short and sweet to the point. That's yeah. a big. That's a big one of mine. Yeah. So just don't do that to me, please. How about uh, with sticking with the interpersonal theme? How about when you try to have a conversation with somebody, and no matter what you're talking about, the conversation always seems to go back to them. Like it's all, you know, they could come up to you at a party or something and say, "Hey, how have you been?" And so you start talking, and like five, ten seconds later, the conversation's on them, what what they're going through, what their struggles are, what they're dealing with, how shitty their work day has been, um, their last ex-boyfriend or whatever. And then, you know, like there's – I just – there are people who you can talk to them, and it's – you, you, you want to have a, con- a two-way conversation with them, but you just can't because they just – they have they, they insist on the conversations always being about them. You know what I mean? I mean, I get it. Like you can you can still be a good person and 
and just want to talk about yourself all the time. But after a while, man, that starts to grind my gears. It just wears me out. I like that one. Yeah, I agree. All right, so uh, we haven't touched on anything on social media yet. This uh, might, this that's might, a big one. This might bring a couple from you. So one with mine is the Facebook share button. Okay. So so it's not like sharing like other things. It's, it's a, a couple people or some people that like every day they share everything they posted on that day seven years ago, nine years ago. So they're sharing their own ago. posts. They're sharing their own posts the same day or the, every day from that day. I mean, you can do it once every couple, but I mean, when you share like five or six different things that you posted over the last 10, 12 years on Facebook, it's like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So, so you're getting pissed off at our buddy, buddy, <laughs> that, because that son of a bitch does that all the time. <laughs> Probably. I was just, it's anybody. No, no. I'm just, I mean, just doing like a couple every day, but yeah, I mean, I like busting some, his there, balls. There's some people that just post like four or five things from that day that they've posted the last couple of years, like. No, I'm with you. Your one or two I, likes four or five years ago. I'm glad you brought up the Facebook again. memories yeah. part of it because I was about to say, I was like, man, is he mad at me? Because I shared off a lot of shit, no, but I yeah, never no. do the memories. Yeah. That's, yeah I, I mean, every either. once in a while, like a good one comes up and of like something, I don't know, like a yeah, wedding something that's or like wedding really event. coincidental or something yeah. that happened that yeah. was like really funny. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, or if if Karen shares her post from seven years ago that says heading out to McDonald's with the kitties. <laughs> exactly. Nobody cares about no. that. What are you what are you sharing that out for? Yeah. That's not a noteworthy memory. No. It's it's funny. That's, it's that's funny, funny that you said that. <laughs> My buddy Buddy shared one today on Facebook and it said like hitting Wagner's before the softball game. <laughs> 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 and he shared it. I'm just like <laughs> Man, Corey with the K's pissed at you right now. <laughs> what about people who they will post something like they'll type out something and post it, and then they then then they're the first ones to hit the like button on it. Oh yeah, liking, oh liking your own stuff, liking your own that shit. Should, that Come on, that people. should be on there too. Do you think that the rest of the Facebook world doesn't know that you liked it if you took the time exactly. to post yeah. it? Yeah, if you didn't post it, you wouldn't have liked it in the yeah. first place. So that brings up a good point for me on my end. Like, I run our Facebook page for the Sip and Serve podcast. So I write it out as a post and I post it. But I always share it from my personal account because I've got way more friends on there. So I want people to be able to see it. So hopefully that's okay. No, I think that's oh, okay. Yeah, that's just sharing information. You're, you're promoting the brand. Sharing yeah. information. And, that's, that's and on Instagram, I run our Instagram account too. I will make a post. But I won't like it off my personal account. I think I, I think that's too far. I don't like like on my personal account. I won't like the sip and serve post. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. That's I mean, you doing that would be basically just you liking your own post. Yeah. See, I don't do that. Yeah. So, good deal. Here's one. We got into a uh, the movie talk. Mm-hmm. We got into some movie talk earlier. Going back to the movie talk. If I'm sitting down and watching a movie, do not, one, try to hold a conversation while the movie's going on. Yes. Two. What's going on? Two. Don't fucking ask me what's going to happen next. (laughs) Oh, man. You you nailed this one. I beat you to it, didn't I? Yeah. That shit 
<laughs> rubs me the wrong way so bad. Yeah. Like, man, just sit there and watch the damn movie. <laughs> just let it play Please. out. Yeah. And I'm like, don't talk to me. I'm sitting here and I'm enjoying a movie. Now, if it's a TV show that I can hit pause on, that's fine. If you want to ask me something, that's fine. A quick question. But if you're sitting there right beside me, and you know we put this movie on to watch it, watch it. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Yeah. If you if you want to hold a conversation, let's not put a movie in. Right. And if I've seen it before and you haven't, but I love the movie, I still don't, I still don't want you to ask. I know you've seen this before. What happens next? What do you think he's going to do? Don't. Don't. That's a no-no. Yeah. That's a big one of mine. That's a good one. That is a good one. Okay, so, you know, life's not perfect. People in life aren't perfect. There's always going to be things about our day-to-day lives that we're displeased with. But one thing that gets on my nerves, probably more than anything else, is those people who, no matter no matter what the situation is, they can always find something to complain about. Like, you could walk up to somebody and put a suitcase of a million dollars cash on their lap and say, here you go. And they'll say, well, these bills are sticking together, you know, or this money's not green enough. Like, no matter what the situation is, um, I just can't stand that, man. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cup half full guy. Like, be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for what you do have. Be thankful you were able to get out of bed this morning. Be thankful you got a roof over your head. Be thankful that your stomach's not growling because you don't have enough money to eat right now. Like, quit quit focusing on all the negatives about your life because if that's all you're focused on, that's, that's, that's going to be your reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of that mindset. Wake up in the morning and find three things that you're, you're grateful for and see how that changes your day. Because I cannot stand it when people just can't find anything good in life and they always have to be complaining and bitching and moaning about something. If I get fired up about that, <laughs> it sounds like you know, you know, I I love a fired up DG. Ooh, you've got I, you've you've raised your voice like two or three times. Well, on this because podcast. we're talking about things that bother us. And I'm just like I'm just like hell yes. Where's this guy been? I love it. I love it. I need to get you fired up more. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes perfect with my last pet peeve. Let's get him fired up again. <laughs> and it's it's people who talk loud, like like just normal their normal voice. I'm clearly a soft talker, but people like people who talk loud, or that goes with another one, and that's people who talk loud on the phone in an area like when people's trying to be just everyone's around and people's talking on their phone are just really loud, and they just want other people to hear their conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Like people walking through Walmart with on speakerphone. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid asses. We need to know who they're talking to. What are you doing? I like that one. So to wrap up, wrap wrap up the pet peeves and the what pisses us off segment. This is the last one, and I'm sure you guys can agree with this one. I've been saving this one for last. If we set a time when we're going to meet or when we're going (laughs) to... Or you're you're coming over, or I'm picking you up, or you're picking me up. Don't be late. How hard is it if we set a time and you know, like eight hours in advance? Okay, I got to be over at Rolski's house at three p.m. today, and you show up at like three twenty-one. There ain't nothing more that pisses me off than that. Don't be late. 
How hard is it? We all have watches. We all have cell phones. We know what time it is. Hell, you walk through your kitchen, it's on your oven, damn it. It's on your <laughs> microwave. There's two places in your kitchen you can tell what time it is. Don't be late. Like, like if you got to be at my house at 6 p.m., don't start getting ready at 5.45. Shit's sake. Let's go. You know how long it takes to get somewhere, or at least you should. If you're an adult, yeah. Yep. You know how long it takes, and you know how long it takes you to get ready. It's 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 just called being responsible and being considerate. Well, yeah, that's it's a cur- it's a courtesy thing, really. You know, you said you told somebody you're gonna be there at a certain time, and you don't show up at that time, and it's like it's okay if, once or twice. Yeah, stuff happens. But damn it, when you're constantly yeah late, every time every time when you're that person, yeah, son of a bitch, just 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 be a little bit more responsible and courteous. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Well, I feel like sipping squad already knew your thoughts about that yeah. from the episode when Troy was on cuz oh, you cuz you ripped his ass mid episode about that yeah 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 i agree so yeah troy i mean what the hell man i yeah. can rip his ass right now <laughs> he's not even on here yeah so he shows up he knows it we're starting at 6 what time did he show up like 7 something yeah, 7:20 so here's my thing i mean he i mean he's not, he's not a a regular, you know, co-host. We invite him on because we we love having him on. Yep. So if you say you're like if you know you're going to be an hour and twenty minutes late, Troy, just say go ahead and start without me, and and I'll just jump right in, man. Or <laughs> you know, or you know what? How about I come next week, Troy? <laughs> you're not even on the podcast, but I'm still ripping your ass. I hope you're learning something right now, Troy. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Just because this is brought back up, I think we put you at the uh, Biddy Ball Manager. Yeah. Fired. <laughs> Fired. Back down to water, boy. All right, sipping squad. Hopefully, y'all. Hope y'all listened and enjoyed that segment. I know we had fun doing it. A little something different. A little something different. So not really a structured uh, topic, but we loved it. Yeah, we love talking about it. A little open talk here. Hey, and uh, you know, if we missed any, if you got any good ones. We'd love to hear them, so yeah. send those in. Send in a uh, voicemail on the hotline. Tell us one of your biggest pet peeves. Speaking of the hotline, I think we have a few voicemails with this week. Let's get into it. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Hi, this is a subscriber to the podcast, and I would like to know if you would put the wives on for a show. Thanks. All right. Thanks for the voicemail. Great question. So just just to clarify in case that didn't come through real clear, she said she her suggestion is, why don't we have the wives on for a show or give the, give the show to the wives for a, a week? Yeah, so, you know, once again, behind the scenes, me, DG, Corey with K. Like we said, well, like like we said on the last podcast with Coach Blake, we have stuff in the bank. I mean, we we think ahead. We think, you know, weeks and weeks ahead. For example, last the Kobe episode, we thought of that as soon as we started this damn podcast. So this is that's how long it's been in the bank. So I feel like me and DG and Corth K, we already have that podcast planned. Am I right, DG? 
Yeah, we've already discussed it. Um, we kind of did a little brainstorming about it. So, yeah, we've they they will be on. Yeah, there will be women on this podcast at a certain point in time, and I think we've already got a a week that we want to do it. It's not too close. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a little while, but we've got it planned out. The wives will be on. So to answer your question, yes, they will be on. Thanks, thanks for the call. Next voicemail. Hey, what's up, guys? That's Jordan Wheeler. Just uh, giving you guys a call, Rolski. I know I said I was going to leave a voicemail for a while. Sorry it took so long, but here it is. Um, you know, first off, I just want to tell you guys how great the show's been, at least for me. Um, great content, great questions. You guys have been answering them fantastic. I've uh, been loving every minute of it. So, um, you know, first thing I'd like to point out, you guys always go through and you read some questions. And you always have a uh, question of the week, and it's been great. However, I'd just like to point out that one of the questions that I submitted, you turned it into an entire topic for the show. You know, not to toot my own horn, but uh, toot my own horn. Uh, but for my question, would you guys rather trust a skinny chef or an overweight fitness instructor. Let me know what you guys think. I'll be waiting on that phone call to bring me on the show. Peace. Yeah, before we before we answer his question, Jordan, he's uh one of our biggest biggest supporters. He's always sending in questions. He's always sending in, you know, ideas. He wants to come on the show and I can't wait to have him on. Whenever he's in town, we're going to bring him on cuz he's he's one of our uh Biggest supporter. So, once again, Jordan, appreciate the support. But to answer your question, ah, man, I mean, it's a tricky question. You know, a skinny chef or an overweight um, exercise instructor, I guess. What do you think, DG? <clears throat> I think there are, there is such a thing as a good chef who's also – you know, in shape or underweight. I don't feel like all chefs necessarily, you know, are overweight. And I agree with you. So who says who says a skinny guy can't cook a hell of a spread? Right. Yeah. There's actually a guy I know he's got a he's got a food truck. It's quite successful. And he's not a very big dude, but I know the food that he sells out of his truck is bomb. <laughs> so I don't know if that counts as a chef. I don't yeah. know if they got like wear the white poofy hat to be a chef or not, but I, like I mean, these hats. yeah, they're, they're great hats and uh, they look really good on some people, yeah, but, but they also look very terrible on others. True. That's true. But with the overweight fitness instructor, I mean, if, if I'm going to this person because I want to lose weight and you're paying money and I'm losing, yeah, and you're, I, hitting, yeah. you're hitting this on the head. If I'm paying money for something, for someone to help me, and I go in there and you don't look like you're in shape. What am I going to think when I walk through the door? Yeah. I might try out a couple of classes. And if I feel like I'm getting a good workout and I feel like it's, you know, it's supporting my goals, then okay. But if I'm going in there and I just, this person doesn't really seem like they know what, the, what they don't know how to help me and they don't really know what they're doing, then I might have to rethink that. Especially if they're giving me like advice on nutrition. 
and they're saying, yeah, you want to lose weight, it doesn't really matter. You can eat as much as you want, whatever foods you want, any time of day. It doesn't really matter. Like, I don't know if I'm going to trust that advice coming from somebody who's obese. You know what I mean? So yeah. I guess to answer to answer the question, I guess I'm more likely. And it's not to say that all fitness instructors that are overweight are bad fitness instructors because, you know, there's different factors there. There's health factors and, um, you know, there's like uh, thyroid issues and metabolism issues. So I'm not saying that. But I guess to answer the question, I would more likely trust a skinny chef. And I 100% agree with you on that. You you did a hell of a job explaining your answer. I really can't do much better. So, Jordan, I'm going to go with the skinny chef along with DG. Congratulations. You just won a $20 gift card to our sponsor, the Old Canal Smokehouse. Speaking of the Old Canal Smokehouse, go down there and visit them at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Great place to eat. Go give them a visit. Corey with a K. I think we're headed into the questions of the week. What do we got? All right. First questions from our buddy, Uncle Buck. If you had a box of donuts with unlimited types of flavors, what are you choosing? It's easy for me. To explain this a little more, Uncle Buck sent us in a picture, and it had like 10 different donuts, and he said, what would you choose here? So I tried to put it in the best question form. Yeah. So if I had a box of donuts with unlimited types and flavors, what are you choosing? Easy for me. Our buddy Troy, he picked a glazed donut from his fast food fantasy draft. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was in his top five, a glazed donut. But I probably wouldn't put that in my top five. But if I'm picking a donut and a donut only, I'm going straight after the glaze. No doubt about it. That's fair, and that's a great pick. That's it's original, it's classic, it never really gets old. You know, I'll bet you donut shops show, sell more of just this the original glaze than any other donut. If you really looked at the guarantee or ding dongs, yeah, yeah. But mine is going to be so for our our listeners that may not be from the general vicinity. Um, we got a local donut shop here in Chillicothe, Ohio, and it's in its uh, Krispy Kreme donuts, but not with a K. It's with a C, and they spell crispy C R I S P I E, and um, best donuts I've ever had in my entire life anywhere in the world. And I've had a lot of donuts, and so give me some Krispy Kreme uh, Long Johns with the white. Icing on top. What exactly is a long john? It's the. I don't. I, like, I, I don't like even the, know. I don't I feel even like know. Those are winter pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I don't yeah. even know if they're called long johns. They may be called Bismarcks, maybe something else. But they got the cream in the middle, and then they got the the like the glazy kind of cream on top. And I mean, they have. I thought those were ding dongs. Ding dongs are like those Hostess cakes, yeah. the chocolate ones with the cream in the middle. Okay. I mean, maybe they call them ding-dongs, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Hell, um, I don't know. I know what you're talking about, though, but that's what I was trying to say. Those are probably the second highest donut sold. Okay, Well, okay. you just explained. So you like those, too. They're probably my second favorite, okay. yes. Well, they're my first favorite, no doubt, hands down. So that's what I'm going to go with. Thanks for the question, Uncle Buck. Next one. Next one's from Jamie. In honor of back to school, share your favorite school memory and who was your favorite teacher? You know, I read this I read this question earlier this week and I had to I had to rack my brain, man. I had to rack my brain for my favorite memory. 
I, and I've got tons. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like school. I loved it. I mean, I really did. You know, you 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 wait until the summer because you're tired of it. You enjoy your few months, then you got to go back. Yeah, the first the first month back to school sucks, but once you get in the mode, you can see your friends. You know, you have a good time at the lunch table. So, some of, I'm I'm going to give a few. Some of my favorite memories as a student was the lunch table. We were hooligans, dude. Hooligans. We would. I I feel like there was a, f- a few of us who got detention and shit just from the lunch table. Cause I mean, you know the uh, pop tabs. Oh yeah. Like on this beer can I'm yeah. drinking right here, ice cold, fresh, golden yummy in front of me. Yeah. I pop that tap off. I put it on my finger, and we would just flip them things. I mean, everybody was doing that there for a while. Yeah, I mean, but that's one of my best memories. And man, we would flip them all the way across the freaking lunchroom, and you just you just see it hit someone in the back of the head and you took it around. They're like, oh shit, shit, I just hit somebody. <laughs> see, we love doing that. And then, uh, just just the all-around conversations at the lunch table, whatever. I mean, that, that you just have, you know, five or six good buddies sitting around you and you just bullshit the whole time. So lunch table is one of mine. This is specifically in high school. Then, I would say my second that's not my favorite. My, I'm going to save my favorite for last. But my second memory I want to talk about is going to the convo with a basketball team. For those of you who don't know, I mean, if you win your sectional around here in Ohio, you get to go play Ohio University Athens. It's called the convo. I went down there twice while I was in high school. Didn't make it back, which that's a big regret of mine. But I went down there twice. And that experience, you know, you're riding on a Greyhound bus. You got you got your best friends beside you getting ready to go to battle. Yeah, the two two times we went down there, we got our asses kicked. We I mean we got our asses handed to us. Yep. But it was still uh, I hold that close to my heart because that was an experience I'll never forget. Being able to go down there with my brothers and battle on a nice floor, big old stadium. I love that. And my favorite one, my favorite school memory of all time came from high school. I never played football. I wasn't a big guy. I was all, I always played basketball. I mean, I have not a lick of muscle in my whole body. I would weigh 175 pounds soaking wet. And when I was in high school, I probably weighed 155. And you're like 6'3". Yeah. Skinny as hell. But my favorite memory was during Friday Night Lights. I had a buddy who built a custom tailgate truck. And this truck was a flatbed. It was like a 1970 international truck, old as hell. He got it for dirt cheap, and he painted it. Our school collars, he put a big old uh, our mascot logo on the hood. And he built this truck, and he had it on the back. It had two built-in grills built into the bed of the truck, and it had two picnic tables that would just flip off the back of the truck. They were connected by hinges and the picnic tables would just slide off each side, and you'd have two picnic tables on the other side of the truck. We literally took that truck my senior year to every single football game, home or away. And the best part was, it was just, it was just like you would see that truck pull into an opposing team's parking lot, and they'd be like, "What the hell is this?" Like we, and there would be like twenty of us, and we'd just flip everything out, start grilling burgers, Friday night lights. That was a great memory. 
I'll never forget it. That's my answer. And then for my favorite teacher, it was hard for me because I liked a lot of them. I had a really, really good second grade teacher. Miss Gallagher was her name. She's probably my favorite teacher of all time, second grade. But my fa- I, I should say, I guess my, f- my favorite, I don't know, person, he wasn't a teacher, but he was at the school, was my high school principal, Mr. Kearns. He was a great dude. He was a great basketball coach. If I ever needed any advice on anything in life, he, you go talk to him. All around, great person. So my favorite teacher, second grade, but my favorite, I guess, person at the school when I was there was my high school principal. Yeah, and I know both of those individuals, and yeah, A1 people. Um, I got I got a lot of great memories as well, man. My school experience was real positive. I loved school. Yep. I mean, really, I did. Like, I was like you. Summertime starts rolling around. Like, oh, man, I could really use a break from this. But, you know, early to mid-August when yep, everybody's starting back to school shopping, and a lot of kids, oh, boy. Summer's over. Got to go back to school. I was excited. I really was. I was ready to get back into it, get back into a routine, get back into a kind of a, you know, a swing. So I love school. Um, I had a lot of great teachers, as you did, and I had a lot of great memories. Um, <clears throat> you were talking about your buddy with the uh, the tailgate truck. I had a similar, similar kind of thing. Um, I had a buddy, a mutual friend of ours. And I think it was my junior year. He bought a uh, VW Splitty van and, like, cut the top off of it. And uh, I think, I can't really remember, but uh, he and he painted that thing up in school colors. And that was kind of our tailgate machine. And you guys started it. Yeah. I remember out there with you guys. You Home guys, games. Yeah, you guys really started it, and we kept the tradition going. Yep, everybody brought something, buns and hot dogs and whatever, and uh, – yeah, we would tailgate out there before games. That was a, that was a great time. That was more like my senior year. Um, another great memory I have is we always had a badass volleyball team. Always, I mean, they were always state bound, league cha- like undefeated league championship was always an expectation. State final four appearance was always an expectation. I mean, they were they were dominant, and we had the most badass student section at home volleyball games that I've ever seen and uh, anywhere. And I remember my senior year, they made it to the the final four. I don't, did they make it to the state finals? Did they play in the state no, finals? they lost the final four and then the team that beat them beat the the other team in three straight sets. My wife's group lost to in the, the finals. finals. Okay, yeah. finals, okay. Yeah. But I remember going over to the Nutter Center and watching them compete in the final four and we were rolling about 300 deep in that student section and it was nuts. And, you know, we, we were all decked out, painted up. It was awesome. It was just so much fun. 100% agree on that. So that was a great, great memory. That was a great, great time. Um, I uh, I had a teacher in high school. He was a math teacher. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, he's going to re- remain nameless. But um, it was a pretty difficult math class I was taking with this guy. And he, he had a reputation for being a really tough teacher. And I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know him. I'd never talked to him, but I, he was kind of an intimidating guy. I'm in this class and, uh, and like, you know, I was always kind of an overachiever. I tried really hard to get good grades and, you know, my, it was like my goal to get all A's every nine weeks or whatever. 
I'm in this class and I know that that this class is tough, that this teacher's tough, like he's got that reputation. So I'm like paying attention hardcore. Like I'm taking every note to the letter. I'm going home. I'm studying extra at night. Like I'm I'm trying to ace every test to just do as well as I possibly can. Well, about a month into school, he's not there and there's a sub in his place. And the sub says, you guys are supposed to take a quiz today. So the sub passes out the quizzes. And um, sub says, no talking, you know, be quiet, come up, turn your quiz in when you're done. Well, I had a buddy of mine in that class, and he and I were kind of like the top two kids in the class. I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn. That's just how it was in this class. And uh, the, the, the sub told us at the beginning of the class, like, listen, if you have any questions about math, don't ask. I have a communications degree, so don't even, I don't know anything, so don't even ask me. And I was like, okay, not going to get any help from her. So midway through this quiz, me and my buddy, we're sitting like one desk apart from each other. And I came to a question on the quiz and I didn't understand what the question was asking. Like I didn't understand the question. And I knew that the sub wasn't going to be any help. The sub was like over there playing solitaire on the computer. She's not even facing me. So I turned to my buddy and I'm like, hey, do you know what they're asking on number four? And He's like, oh, yeah, they want you to do this, this and this. And I was like, OK, great. Thank you. You know. And I was, it was innocent. It really was. I wasn't trying to get any answers off of him or look at his work. I just didn't know what the question was asking. Take the quiz, turn it in, whatever. That was a Friday. Following Monday, the, the regular teacher, he's there. We come in, we sit down, the bell rings, five minutes go by. He's just, he walks to the front of the classroom, doesn't say a word, and he's just, He's just staring at us, like just staring at us. He's a big dude, imposing looking, staring at us. It's it's dead quiet because we were all so intimidated by this guy. He's just staring us down. And finally he says, don't you ever mistake my kindness for weakness. And I'm looking at, I'm look, we're looking around like, what the hell is he talking about? And he said, on my desk, I have a note that the sub left of 12 people that the sub said was talking during the quiz on Friday. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, my name is on that list because, you know, I was asking my buddy for help on that question. I'm, she probably turned around and saw that. My name's definitely on that list. It's so, like, my eyes glazed over. I feel like somebody poured cold water all over me. I'm like, oh, shit, he's talking about me. And he said, I want you to know right now. I'm not going to say whose names are on the list, but I just want you to know it's going to be my personal mission to see that you fail this class this nine weeks. And I'm just like, shit, the hardest class in high school, this dude has made up his mind to fail me because I guarantee you my name is on that that note. So, the, the, I mean, that, and that was like a month into school. So it was a semester long class. So I had it from all the way up to December. So for the rest of that year, I've never worked harder in my entire life to do well in a class than I did in that one. And I mean, again, not to my own horn, I got a bachelor's degree, I got a master's degree. I've never worked harder in any class, high school, college, graduate, that, than I worked in that semester in that class. And it's because of that guy. Now, I don't know if he even had a note with names on it. He could have made all that up because this dude was just crazy enough to make something up like that. <laughs> But what I, you know, I, to this day, I still don't know, but I, that motivated me and I've never worked harder in my entire life 
then I worked in that class. And I think, you know, that, I don't know, but I did get an A and it went well. And, you know, me and that teacher really ended up having a pretty good relationship. So uh, I don't know if he's crazy. I don't know if he's a genius, but I did really well in that class. And that's a memory I'm never going to forget. Um, I'm going to say he's probably, he's definitely one of my favorite teachers. If not him, then probably my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Iring. I mean, she just made every class so much fun. It didn't feel like coming to school. On Fridays, we'd sing karaoke, but she'd like put an educational spin on it. We had hermit crabs. We were we were raising plants in the window. I mean, it just didn't feel like school. But every day we'd come and learn something. So, like I said, great memories, great teachers. Um, so there you go. Corey with the K. Cue the music. Sipping squad on your feet. It's time for the question of the week. Brought to you by the old canal smokehouse. Standing tall at the top once again. He goes by the name of Austin. Austin, it's been a while. It's been a it's been a long while since you've been here at the top. Welcome back. How's it feel? Hopefully it feels good. Don't get used to it. You're offered one million dollars to kill an angry elephant. Here's the catch. You can hire some pissed off chickens for some help, but they're gonna cost you $10,000 each out of your million dollar prize money. How many chickens would you hire? <laughs> well, all right. Kill an angry elephant, you can hire some pissed off chickens for $10,000 out of your prize money. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Can pissed off chickens really help you kill an elephant? That was my thought reading this. I mean, why wouldn't you put like some, I don't know, some pissed off dogs or something. Something that's actually going to bite. Like some pit bulls, some rottweilers or something. Some mean dog that's been trained to kill. Or even some coyotes or something. Why are we picking chickens? Well, for ten, I guess for 10000 I'd want some Joe Exotic tigers. Yeah, I mean, I need something. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's just to make the question more interesting. I don't, I don't know. But anyhow, let's answer it. So if if I if I'm trying to kill an angry elephant, and I'm going to hire some pissed off chickens, I mean, you, if you get fifty chickens, that's half your prize money. It's five hundred thousand dollars. Is yeah. is fifty chickens actually going to help you kill that elephant? I don't think so. I think I'm going to take my chances. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll I'll get five. Fifty thousand dollars. Maybe I'll take five or even ten, hundred thousand dollars. Just to like get the elephant's attention off of me. Have them flying around, jumping around, like pecking at its feet, so the elephant's not paying attention to me. And I can go up and like take care of it somehow. I don't know. Stab it. I don't know. Do something to kill this elephant. I, I mean I, I don't I don't wanna kill an elephant. I don't actually like elephants, but 
This is part of the question. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm going to get 10 chickens. That's my answer. $100,000 just to take the attention away from me while I try to take care of this pissed off, angry elephant. Yeah, I mean, 900 grand, that's still... That's a lot of money. A good chunk of change. Um, But I'm with you, like, I don't care how pissed off these chickens are. They're not really going to do any damage to the elephant. No, thick skin. Thick skin, all they can do is peck. Um, They're not even going... An elephant's hide is real tough and real thick, that skin. They're not going to be able to scratch it. They're not going to be able to do any kind of damage to it. Except the only thing, the only area I think they can help you is, like you said... Create a distraction. So the question is, how many do you want to create a distraction? I'm going to go with three. Three? I mean, I yeah, I, I just, I don't know that any more than that's going to help you. So I'm going to go with three chickens. That's 30 grand. Um, and hopefully they create enough of a distraction for me to, you know, do what I got to do. So I, I started thinking while you were talking, maybe my 10 chickens can like fly up. That's what I'm thinking and too. And get on its head and like really mess with it, and like get in its eyes and stuff. But I mean, that might be pushing it, but that's what I would want them to do. Maybe fly up by its head and grab one with their, I don't know what you call them, claws. I don't know. And peck out its eyeballs. Talons. Yeah, talons. Large talons. Yeah, and just have them go to go. Go after his eyeballs. Yeah, well, the other thing I thought of, too, was um, if the elephant feels like these chickens are going to be a threat and they're underneath of them, then he might just be trying to stomp on them, just get rid of them. But, again, that's causing a distraction. He's trying to step on them. He's not paying attention to me. Maybe that gives me a little window. Yep. All right, Austin, appreciate the question. Another great question for the question of the week. I feel like that's going to do it for us. That's the end of the show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. We'll appreciate it. Also, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod and like us on Facebook. Our email is sipandservepod at gmail.com. Send in those questions. I believe it's going to be episode 17. Also, don't forget to call us on our Sip and Serve hotline. Leave us a question or a story. To be heard on the show, our number is 740-720-3537. And again, listeners, I'm sorry, uh, my bad, I called them listeners, I should have said. And again, sipping squad, sipping squad. Um, if we uh, if we missed any pet peeves, if you got any good ones, you know that you uh, that you'd like to make known that we didn't hit, man, feel free to send those in. We'd we'd love to discuss them. Um, yeah, send a I'm, voicemail. We want to hear him in voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Send, send some. We want to hear some emotion in that voice. Yeah, let us know how pissed off things make you. Air your grievances. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. And listeners, for the first time, hope you guys enjoyed the two episode week. Don't get used to it. It was a special week. Probably not going to happen again for a long time. But once again, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm Rolski. Stay hot. Stay safe. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. Troy, sorry for busting your balls again, man. (laughs) Just fell right into the conversation. Love you, brother. Can't wait to have you back on.
People, use your turn signals.